Good morning. Good morning. You're listening to Live and Act. Kind of like a heart to heart, except it's Live and Act. Get it? Live to Act. I messed up already. It's okay. It's the first shot. <laughs> I say we roll with it and we just keep going. You're right. Except it's Live to Act. Yeah, that's I us. I got it. I got it. Live to Act. Live to Act, exactly. Well, welcome to this first episode. Uh, this may be a train wreck. It may be like a... If it is, we're just going to go with the flow. That's us. And let the train hit us. <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> Oh, man. I'm just saying, go with the flow of things. The flow of the train hitting our bodies. <laughs> <laughs> great start. This is great. Hey, Chelsea, who are you? Hey, I'm great. <laughs> What's going on, Olivia? What's going on, Olivera? That's Olivera. my nickname for her, if you yeah. guys are wondering why I call her that sometimes. At times. All the time. Yeah. All the time. You know, I'm good. I, uh, I actually went to the gym this morning. I got myself up. I did it. Divided and conquered. What'd you do? Oh, just some, some bullshit. I don't know. Like? Okay, so I, I had some pre-workout, so that always helps. Um, and then I got to the gym. I had planned on running because that's been kind of like my new year's resolution. That didn't happen. Instead I did some pull-ups and then some leg work and I ended with some cardio cleans. What is a cardio clean? Have you ever done cleans before? No. They're an Olympic Maybe lift. Maybe I have, but I don't. Mm. They're, they're an Olympic lift. Um, and if you do them for speed, then you just freaking murder yourself and it's kind of good. So next time I go to work out with you, you're going to murder me with... Cleans. Cleans. Of course. I don't know if I want to do that. You might not want to. Because last time I worked (laughs) out with you, I wanted... I don't know what I wanted to do. I was just very unhappy. Right. I just couldn't do it. It hurt. (laughs) It hurt. So just to tell you a little bit about us, we've known each other for... God, how many years? Too long. How many? <laughs> when did? How? What year? Did uh, you it was 2017. Okay, so not that long ago. No, it was actually about <laughs> three years. It feels like a long time ago. It's been a lifetime since I've known you. But we we used to work together, mm-hmm. and it's funny because we first met at our training for work, mm-hmm. and my first impression of Liv over here was I wasn't gonna get along with her. She looked like a mean person <laughs> sitting uh, across. I was from the me. worst. But no, you just have an RBF. <laughs> no way. You had an RBF. Like I actually did not know that. Yeah, no, you have an RBF. And I remember talking or trying to talk to you and you were just shy. Maybe you just didn't know us, but you'd be like, "Yeah, hi." With this face, I was like, "Okay, I'm not going to try it with her. Like I'm not going to." <laughs> You know, you told me before the podcast that I was going to hear this and, like, remember it right off the bat, and I didn't. (laughs) And instead, I'm just, it's like I'm hearing it for the first time. No, and even with the person we worked with before, she was sitting right next to me, she thought the exact same thing. (laughs) We were getting along just fine. (laughs) We even interviewed together, and we sat next to each other, and then we saw you come in, and I was like, who's this one? She looks mean. So we're not going to try. And That's me. after the training, we got along. We found out we were working at the same the same place. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we warmed up to each other. 
You're not so bad. Aww. That's okay. Love you, Chills. <laughs> it's actually funny because we ended up being like the closest little <clears throat> duo there was at that store. Oh, we were. We were goofing around all the time. I could show you so many videos of <laughs> Chels salting some <laughs> seeds or something like that. I was either always dancing, singing along to a song. Yeah. Pointing at you from across the room. Then you would start dancing. I don't even know. We were weirdos. I'm pretty sure people that were coming into the store were like, I don't know if I want to come back into the store. No. You don't think so? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is so weird, but I oh love it. Oh my God. Um, I was going to say that I, I just think that life has been, I was thinking this as we're like starting to podcast here. That life is just so uh, intentional. Like, think about it. We met where we did, and then we, that was just for us to meet. And then distance kept us strong. And then you're back. Life is good for both of us. We've evolved. And now we're here and we're ready. We're ready to we're take ready. the world right now. And we've been wanting to do this for such a long time. I remember even talking to you about this. Years ago. Years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because this is our first day doing this. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's actually real. Mm-hmm. And, like, who can really say, oh, I know I've been wanting to do this for so long and they haven't started it yet. And then you actually do it. Whew. What a feeling. Oh, <laughs> What man. a feeling. It's even better when you have Korean barbecue planned afterward. Girl, we're about to go in on that. I didn't want to tell you because I kind of wanted the comedic relief. Um, but... When we were leaving Starbucks, I realized I had to pee. <laughs> so, as the urge... So now you get to see what I go through with this girl right here is she makes the best decisions. Yeah. So now mm-hmm. she has to pee. Oh, yeah. And like I can a, tell you're struggling. A blazing saddle of pee. <laughs> There's a bush right next to us if you want to go in there. Are you sure? <laughs> we'll be good. We'll be good. Okay. Okay. So, uh, a few <laughs> weeks ago, or maybe it was last week, I had Chelsea take the Enneagram test. And if you're not familiar with that is, it's a, it's a personality test that kind of just describes your motives behind the actions that you make. Okay. And so, um, it kind of came after Meyer Briggs. And have you ever taken that one? No, yours, like, your test that you had me take was the first really? kind of personality test. Interesting. I eat the, I eat that up. Um, I can tell because I was asking you questions every question I was reading. Because I wanted it to be good. Like, I yeah. wanted to actually answer it. And there was a lot I didn't understand about it. So, mm-hmm. so it kind of defines why you did something in the manner that you did rather than telling you what you'll do. And that's the, that's the issue with the Myers-Briggs where... I'm an ENFJ, which it basically uh, breaks down how you treat certain situations. Okay. Um, so I'm a more of an emotional thinker rather than a logical thinker. Oh, what was um, that again? So, oh, for the Enneagram? Yeah. Okay, so for the Enneagram, much different. Instead, you're allocated a number, and then between growth and um, weakness... Or if you're kind of unhealthy, then you go between different numbers as well. 
So you got three wing two, which what was the title of that again? I think it was like the the. Mm. Like I'm still learning about this, which is really cool, but I'm still getting the lingo down with what you're talking about. Right. And it's really interesting, but sometimes when you say lingo like that, I have to look at you like, <laughs> you're like uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like I'm some sort of scientist, you know? Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, it's a three wing two. I don't know what the title was on that. It's okay. It's just a title. And we don't we don't follow titles here in California. We're Californians, remember. <laughs> That just... was a horrible California accent. <laughs> what is a California accent, by the way? Because I've been um, told that I have one. I don't know what that do you, is. Do you hear how you just did the, how I have one? You go up on the end of everything. Is that a California accent? That's a California thing. Okay. See? That's good to know. Good to know. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to be talking like this. I still did it. Yeah. Whatever. I'm done with it. Yep. I'm done. No, it's fine. We still love you. <laughs> Here's a... Dri- <laughs> Retake. Here's a juicy question for you Ooh. before we dive into I this. I love juicy questions. Um, what's your biggest pet peeve? Ooh. And, okay, so there's two kinds of pet peeves in our world, right? Yeah, give like, me, get, break down for me, because that's a broad, that's like a really broad question. Exactly, so you could, so we could say, uh, screw you for chewing with your mouth open. That could be your surface level pet peeve. Okay. Or, you could break it down to, like, man, when people, uh cut me off or when people act in this certain way. Okay, so I'll go into a deeper pet peeve. Love it. Is when people treat me like I'm a convenience. Mm. That is something I cannot stand where they feel like talking to me one day and then the next day I'm non-existent to them. Oh, man. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, so is it just like using you for... When they feel like it. Ah. And, which is fine because that's actually taught me to be able to cut relations relationships off. I think it's a good indicator of who is in and who is out. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. That's why everyone likes to say their circles are small and I only it's true. Like I have just a few group of friends yeah. that I actually hang out with that I actually talk to. Yeah, keep that tight. And I don't really like yeah, I'll I'm open for new friendships or whatever, mm-hmm. but most of the time that's what it turns out to be. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of expect it I guess so I'm not really surprised by it but yeah that's a little huge pet peeve of mine Mm. don't be a convenience people oof don't do it don't do it what about you what is your biggest do you want to do surface level pet peeve or do you want to do like a a deeper a podcast brain as soon as you start like you hit record it's like everything in your brain just leaves yeah yeah, exactly but if I was gonna pick a pet peeve um oh my god God, surface level one. Ooh, what is it? Do not bite the fork with your teeth Ow. and then scrape that shit out. Ooh, that's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, it's worse than that. I actually had like a visceral reaction and screamed at my little sister when she did it one time. Like and actually biting on the fork? She bit the fork and then just slid it out. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that makes my teeth hurt. Oh, yeah. That's like chewing on foil. <laughs> I used to have a friend. 
that oh, was no. actually like afraid, scared of aluminum foil. Well, yeah, if you have cavities and you chew on foil, do you know how painful that is? No. Don't do it. No, she was scared of the sight of it. Oh, really? Yeah. And then one time, Maybe I think I think it was while she, I don't even know if this is a true story or not, but it sounds funny. While she was sleeping, they wrapped her in aluminum foil. Oh, that's So mean. then when she wakes up, she... <laughs> oh, At least she could get out of it easily. How evil am I? I don't even know if that story is true. I think it is. I think that's how it went. What happened? Like, they wrapped her in foil. I mean, I would love to see the video of, like, what came of that. Like, she wakes up and then just cries. <laughs> it's like Satan's just wrapping himself around you and saying, here I am. You're just, you know, you just damage people more. It's fine. <laughs> For your own entertainment. <laughs> I have so many people that do that to me. It's okay. They just like to mess with me with things that are actual fears of mine. Right. And they laugh about it, but, but so it's like, okay. Okay, so what's your biggest fear then? I've got a lot, but like something that can like actually paralyze me in fear are spiders. <laughs> You're never coming to my house again. <laughs> oh God, why? <laughs> oh, they're everywhere. Like they're I just everywhere. <sighs> like I'll see, hmm. I'll see one on the ceiling and I'm like, okay, I'm going to kill it. I got it. No. I'll grab a broom. I'll grab something. And as soon as I'm about to do it, I don't. And I just stare at it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I just decide I can't do it because it's gross. Yep. Why are they created? Why do they have eight nasty legs? Why do they want to crawl on you when they get the opportunity? Just leave me alone. I'll leave you alone. Maybe I do think with logic because I'm like, I have answers for all of those. How do you have answers? Have you been a spider? Yeah, man in a past life. Oh, Reincarnated. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. <laughs> so spiders have eight legs, I would assume, so they could crawl faster and then make their webs. They need more hands to create the webs. Still pointless creatures. Sure. To me. But they're not pointless creatures because we need them. They're actually healthier to have it's healthier to have spiders in your house than regular bugs. Oh great, yeah. This looks because they eat all the time. Because they eat all of the, the bugs. Then why do they bite you and me? Like, they'll bite me. They don't really. I've gotten spider bites. Oh, I'm sure. I think I have too. I tell you what. I was laying in bed uh, a few months ago when I had just moved into this place. And I had not gotten used to having my spider friends all around. They're spider friends? They're not my friends. Fuck those. <laughs> um, but I'm laying in bed. <laughs> you know, oh my God. laying on my side, hand under the pillow... Everyone sees this. You're like you're laying on your side, hand of the pillow, and phone in hand, and you're scrolling. Mm -hmm. And then out of the corner of my eye, mm -mm. Mm -mm. I see eight tiny little legs. That's just roll right next to my face on my bed. I screamed so loud. I think someone thought about calling nine one one. And my sister was just in the living room, like didn't even come to see if everything was all right. My body's locked. I can't. <laughs> She's not moving. Ugh. Oh, God. No. 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 Mm -mm. Just, why don't, why do you have so many spiders in your house, though? Why did you tell me that? So now, when I go to your house, maybe this is, I may not walk through the front door. Here's the thing I was talking about at the beginning with intention. Okay. This is the next step in life for you. you... That's a step I don't want to take. <laughs> It's okay. I don't need to take that step. I'll live 
perfectly fine without taking hey without pain there's no growth no pain no gain and without fear you live a happy life so you know i'm just gonna take that route (laughs) oh man oh man here we go welcome to this podcast (laughs) (laughs) oh my oh i just snorted did you hear that no oh thank god i'll follow up no So now you guys get a sense of who oh, we are as man. people and weirdos and Ooh. I don't know. That's that's like surface level of us, I would reckon. Um, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So when it comes back to this Enneagram, I tested in as a two wing three, which means that I'm an, I'm an empath. I am a people pleaser. Um, but I am warm hearted, so I'm glad that they eh, think that of me. Mm. Ugh, I don't know about that. You're hey. pretty, you're pretty mean. Just totally, I'm totally Depends joking. Depends on the day. <laughs> truly. I don't know. I still haven't seen you mean yet. Really? I really haven't seen you mean. I can appreciate that. Maybe you just hide it really well. That Oh God, what it. do you really think of me? Like, are you like... No, see this... Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> We're never going to talk about the Enneagram. So... <laughs> I was at work the other day, and this guy comes up to me. He's my coworker. I've known him. I we're good friends, and he comes up to me and he's like, "God, you ever just see someone you just want to punch their face in?" All the time. See, and this is where you and I differ because I have never had this thought. Like, there's some people that I choose to stay away from because their face bothers me. I'm not saying that they're ugly, or I'm not saying any of that. It's just something about them. I don't want to be around them. Like, I, I, can't, I can't explain it. And yeah. how have you not felt that? I just don't. Instead, I'm like, you should go to counseling. What? <laughs> what do you that's, mean? Dude, that's my heart. I'm like, oh, yeah, you should, you should go to counseling. Like, in my brain, I'm like, what is, who hurt you? Who, who, who did not teach you how to be a human? <laughs> I've never once had the thought of, I'm going to punch you in the face. Like, there's been people in some of my classes when I, when I was in college. People, like, I'm, I'm nice. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you can come up to me and talk to me. I'm never going to be, like, rude or mean to you. Mm-hmm. But you'll sense that I'm just not feeling it, and I want to get away from the situation. And once you leave, I'm like, oh, my God, thank God. I can't stand that person. I do a good job hiding it. Right. But it happens. I mean... People just bug you. You can't... There's no explanation for it. People bug me, but I don't wish to hurt them. <laughs> okay, I don't want to, like, hurt them. I'm not saying, like... Yeah, I don't know. What do you do for a living? Uh, you beat people up. No. Chels we... is a class A beater-upper. I'm not a beater-upper. So, mm-hmm. let's let's reiterate that, okay? <laughs> yes, I have a business that we teach people to protect to themselves. To people up. Okay. <laughs> we can if we need to. <laughs> we can if we need to. But I don't know. I think a lot of people feel that way for others. Obviously, they're not going to vocalize it or do anything about it. But we're human. And I don't know about you. I don't know if you're human because you don't she feel those emotions. Shoulder. Oh, God. <laughs> but I don't know. I... You, maybe you just haven't met that person that does that for you. Maybe you have. I don't know. 
I mean, maybe my brother once or twice when I was little. Okay, but that's a sibling thing. Yeah, you right. <laughs> yeah, you right. You right. No, it's true. I just don't. Maybe one day. Until then. I hope it doesn't happen for you. Because I don't like the feeling of not liking someone. Well, I don't like people. You don't like people? Well, no, I don't like... I mean, there's... <laughs> there's some people in the Ooh, world... the real just... Olivia's coming out! Here we go! <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's some people in the world you just don't really vibe with. Um, and there's some people... Like, oh. I mean, I could talk about this person, but... God, there's, there's really... There's really maybe one person in the world where I'm just like, man, you're just evil. Just pure, like... You got some, you got some enemy in you, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Mm. But you can sense that before you even... Oh, yeah. Either way, like, doesn't, does not change the hurt that they put on me. With that being said, like, I don't, I don't wish anything bad for that person, but I am, like, there has to be a change in your life to make you realize, like, what you're doing to me and others. Right. You know? Right. Um, I don't know, but that does actually tie in to, um, oh yes, yes, Back it to ties, yeah, yeah, it ties into go. my Enneagram because, um, I'm, <laughs> so the twos, so this is part of you, mostly me. Cause we're opposite, right? You're a two, three, I'm a three, two, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, twos are empathetic, sincere, and warm hearted. They are friendly, generous, and self-sacrificing, but can also be sentimental, flattering, and people pleasing. Um, they are well-meaning and driven to be close to others. That's, yes. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh. 100%. But can slip into doing things for others in order to be needed. That's the issue. Uh, they typically have problems with possessiveness and with acknowledging their own needs. Um, yeah. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My work in and of itself is just giving to other people. And I, there's very few times where I, well, no, I mean, it happens, but where you realize, oh God, I have not done a single thing for myself in months. Right. And I mean, that ties into like past relationships, past, you know what I mean? Oh God. You know what I mean? the heart out. I know, but like, (laughs) that makes me think of my past, you know, like all I did was worry about that person and not myself. Mm -hmm. And... Now that I am where I'm at now, I crippled myself. Yeah. I put myself in such bad situations because I didn't care what happened with me financially, with me emotionally, as long as that, that person, person was, was okay. Mm-hmm. It was great. I was happy. That's that's awesome. God. I didn't realize until I was two years into my last relationship that I was just trying to fix them. And I was always the guy yes. that was like, don't try and fix Fix your significant other. Right, right. But you don't Ew. notice. You Ew. don't notice. It just oh. happens. But that's what. Ha- but when you really care about someone, either if it's a romantic relationship or your friendship or whatever it is, like I'm still kind of like that. I want to take care of that person. I want to make sure that yeah. person's okay. That's never going to change about me. But <clears> now <throat> it's cool that we know that we do that, so we can kind of back off of that, even yeah. though we're still helping them in a way we're not completely putting ourselves in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. Learning, right? Life. Hey, we're on it. <laughs> we're on it. At our best, we're unselfish and altruistic and have unconditional love for others. Which I feel like we're going to be great moms. Can we talk about the unconditional love thing? Oh, sure. Okay. 
like when we talked about how people use you as a convenience that's mm. the same thing like exactly with me I don't care what you do with your life I don't it doesn't matter as long as I love you and I want to like we just have that bond mm-hmm. I'm always going to be there like there's totally. just there's nothing that one person can do to make me go oh I want nothing to do with you yeah oh you're not good enough you know what I mean it's none of my business so like that unconditional love thing a lot of people I feel like don't understand that it's unless you fit this criteria of what I want you to do, you won't have any room in my life. You know what I mean? Mm. And I feel like a lot of people are kind of like that because they may not like what you're doing. So mm, I don't want you around. Yeah. If you look at the actual uh, Enneagram like circle of numbers, uh, people like you and I will favor more like the one, two, four range and what's the one to four range uh the, us like the way that we are the way that we like see other people that we right. just want to like give and uh you know and then the other side is the kind of is the side that you're kind of referencing too which is like the seven eights um not that they don't care about other people but it, i think it's very uh i don't want to say self-centered either um but for example <clears throat> when twos are under stress they turn to t- unhealthy tendencies of an eight so I'll read you about that. I'll read you. I'll, I'll read, read you. you about that. So like an eight. Um, what was exactly? What is an eight? Uh, eights are often extremely industrious, but at the price of losing emotional uh, contact with many of the people in their lives. Those close to them may become increasingly dissatisfied with the state of affairs, which confounds eights. Um, for example, I don't understand what my family is complaining about. I bust my hump to provide for them. Why are they disappointed with me? <clears throat> when this happens, eights feel misunderstood and may, and may distance themselves further. In fact, beneath their imposing exteriors, eights often feel hurt and rejected. Although this is something they seldom talk about because they have trouble admitting their vulnerability to themselves, let alone to anyone else. Because they fear that they will be rejected, whether being uh, divorced, humiliated, criticized, fired, or harmed, eights attempt to defend themselves by rejecting others first. The result is that average eights become blocked in their ability to connect with people or to love since others give power, since, oh, uh, or to love since love gives the other, the others power over them. Wow. Reawakening their basic fear. So. So. In conclusion. (laughs) That was a huge snippet. I didn't mean to read that much. Um, No, I think it's cool because, you know, they're very specific. It is. It's it's insanity about all of this because um, when... Basically what this is saying is people will reject... People who are an eight and unhealthy will reject the people around them and just shut everything out because they're scared of that worthlessness or being rejected. And so when, um, like a two like me, when I'm under so much pressure and I've said yes, yes, yes to all of these different things. And then I'm finally exploding. Um, I give up and I'm like, Nope, screw everything. Gonna so you just quit just it like all. Go, MIA. Is that, is that it? Or you just stop doing what you're doing? I stopped is it relation, doing... like your relationships or 
what you're doing with your life as a people or all of the above above, because it all ties together I remember one time I actually Mm -hmm. like I hand wrote out all of my obligations in life and laughed at myself because of how many things I had written down really Mm -hmm. because there was one point where I was um full-time in school um trying to fix my ex-boyfriend um what else was I doing? I was doing, I was seeing worship at church. I was attending church. I was interning at church. I was working three jobs. So like you're really spreading yourself thin. Yeah. That's the issue with twos is that we run our, we just let ourselves run dry to the bone to the extent of like, wow, I'm so empty that there's nothing left for me. Like nothing feels worth it. Yeah. 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 And so tying into the three so you're mostly a three which means you're the achiever which means you're mostly going out and trying to just be successful and um always be the best version of yourself which is very much so me as well um so that ties in specifically to it because I'm like oh I just want to keep being me I want to keep doing the best I can do and then I'm empty right right Mm-hmm. right so that's so interesting like I still think about the, the test you had me do and how on point it was. Like, yeah. it was describing me to the T of everything I thought, how I viewed myself, how I viewed others, yeah. how I viewed success, what I wanted from my life, you know? It's just, it's such a cool test. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's so cool. It's really it. interesting. I, <clears throat> when we were talking about what we were going to do for the first podcast, this is, this is like the first thing I thought of because it's just, it's so um, indicative of like, who we are as people and that that can resonate not only with the listeners or um I think it just gives a better perspective as to like when we talk about something or when we're when we're talking about a topic or like um something like that there's a background as to like why we talk about the things that we're talking about right right mm-hmm. and it's kind of cool because I mean it's we're similar we just we I just guess I have, I have more of the three you have more of the two mm-hmm. you know what I mean so yeah I don't know. I think everyone should take this test. You guys can get a better understanding of who you are as a person and how you view situations when you don't know how you view situations. Because who's really aware of, oh, I'm doing it this for this reason Mm -hmm. when I'm wanting to do something? Like, we don't do that. We we act on impulse. We're just like, I want to do this. But why? Why do you want to do that? Exactly. Uh, I had my whole family take it. Um, I haven't had my brother take it yet, but I read the whole the whole thing and did a lot of research on the eights and uh it's my brother and so uh so I know that I know why he's doing the things that he's doing or the the motives behind it um I have my mom and sisters take it so whenever they start acting a specific way it's really easy for me to tune in and be like oh I understand that they're just feeling this way like they're feeling uh they're feeling so much pressure because they want to be loved or you know Things like that. Um, but my dad is a three-wing, too. So we're like... Yeah. Okay. I love my dad, and I love Chelsea. And can, you, and can you see it, though? Can you see the similarities between us? Like, It's interesting because it's in the underworkings. It's not in the personality. Okay. But it's in the underworkings and, like, actions. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool, though. Like, I, I'm really interested for my dad to take it. Because I, I want to yeah. see... Because we're so, we're so opposite, but at the same time, I really want to see what kind of 
you know what I mean? Just the really specific things that make him who he is mm-hmm. and how he thinks. Even though I know how he thinks, I know I know like, right, right. my hand, but like I want. I don't think he's aware of how he sees things sometimes. I think it would be a huge help. It always is. Like I actually, I love this so much because I had to take it at the beginning of an internship, um, and this is like the the introduction was like, okay, take the enneagram and we'll get to know each other. And, like, that was it. But you didn't realize how no. real that was when they told you to do that. No. And then I took, like, the paid version, which is, like, 172 questions. What? Yeah, the one that you took was 14 pages, but okay. it was not 172 questions. That forever to get through anyways. Yep. Mm-hmm. I know. So we were sitting on the beach taking this test. How California are we? <laughs> we went to Malibu, and we <laughs> sat on the rocks and watched a model, an Instagram model do his thing as I'm taking the test and mm-hmm. yeah that can't get any more Californian I yeah can't. we watched the sunset over the dolphins and the sea lions and she's not exaggerating there no, were dolphins and was, sea lions it's and... true I got a and we got a time lapse yeah we, we did get, yeah I don't think we can get much more California than that you're right but I don't know I'm I'm really glad I took it I now I'm always thinking about it of, like, all my decisions I make, I'm like, why did I make this decision? Oh, no oh, way. That's right. Oh, okay. Okay, and so tell me about a time in, like, the last week that you've done this. So, with my dad. Okay. Um, with this business, there's some things that, you know, I'm still learning, obviously, but we kind of butt heads. Because mm-hmm. we're so much alike, you know what I mean? We're, we're best friends, but, like, there's times where we butt heads. And I'll look at something he said, and I'm like, no, I don't want to do that. I don't like that. Yeah. And I went back to the picture you sent me of, like, my, my test score of, of this. And I'm no. like, oh, my God, that's okay. That makes sense. I don't. That's why I don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Or that's why I don't agree with what he's saying. Or yeah. that's why it's hard for me to listen sometimes because I just don't think that way. Mm-hmm. Ooh, now it's like, yeah, I just, we all think differently. Mm-hmm. And I'll think of someone, I feel like he's going to be so opposite of the spectrum for me on this test. I feel like he might be an eight. I, f- I feel like. Or a six. <laughs> I feel like so too. But now I'm understanding. And once he takes the test, now I'm going to be able to talk to him and be like, so this is why I don't agree with some of the things you say. And this is why you don't agree with me on some of the things I say. Mm-hmm. But now I think that's going to be a really cool learning curve because we're going to be able to kind of communicate a little bit better. Oh yeah. Why don't you agree with us? Well, I just don't see it this way. Dude, this test is perfect for all the relationships in your life. Like, 100%. Um, like, me and me and my boyfriend now, like, because I know his type and, like, what... I know his type. What? <laughs> yeah, it's me. I know his type. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that's so stupid. If you're um, listening, she knows your type. Oh, my God. I, I can just predict anyone, which is actually bad. You're not supposed to do that. So I, I take that back. You're not supposed to, like, look at someone and be like, oh, I bet you're a three. Yeah, no. It's assuming it's assuming they're Enneagram and we don't want to do that here in Los Angeles. <laughs> Oh my god, they made me have to pee so bad. <laughs> oh. Oh gosh, don't assume. Don't judge a book by its cover, guys. <laughs> oh, stop. It's California. We're the most real state ever. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. God, so cringy. I don't think we belong here. I belong in, I don't know, I love California. Maybe not Los Angeles. You're right. Yeah. I feel like <laughs> we're going off topic, but I don't know. 
people, if you're wanting to move to Los Angeles, because I know so many people who want to do it. Don't. Uh, okay. <laughs> you're so negative. I'm saying, just be prepared for the bullshit. That's a great... Because there's yeah. a lot of it, and there's... Okay, first of all, you need to be... You need to be financially stable for you to come out here, first of all. Don't do the mistake of, oh, I've got a little bit of money. I'll figure it out. Though it's a... Don't do that. Chain smokers. City in a broke-out car. <laughs> God, speaking of terrible music, oh I listened to Pierce the Veil for the first time in forever okay. this morning. <clears throat> okay. What is Pierce the Veil? You're joking. <laughs> what is that? Um, you know. You're talking to me, remember? Like, Okay, so I, uh, oh, you're right. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're in it. Maybe you're in it. Okay, so fun fact about me. Besides, like, being chill and go with the flow, I have my moments of rage. And it's so contradictory to what we were talking about before. Okay, right, but we're, remember, we're human. I don't want to punch people. I want to punch things. Oh, sweetheart. Listen. Okay. <laughs> Listen. So, <laughs> here's Pierce the Veil. The Veil. Let's go for Bulletproof Love. Okay. Okay. And then... Pause. <laughs> Pause. Listen. No. <laughs> I was at the gym around all of these old sweaty men. <laughs> oh, your type of place. <laughs> um, I'll fill you in. I go to the. I don't. Come stalk me now, please. I go to the Gold's Gym in North Hollywood, and don't come stalk me because I probably won't be there. I pay so much money for this membership, and oh. Uh, what happened? It's just, it's, um... Oh, no. You're familiar with, like, bodybuilders, right? Yes. It's all of those guys that are out of their prime. Oh, the ones that are still trying to be something, you know, like... Well, they're there to spend three hours and socialize because they're now retired. Gotcha. Okay. That and it means that anyone who walks through those doors are their friends. <laughs> and for me, the gym is, like, my away time. Don't talk to me. Which is why I kind of stepped away from personal training is, like... I got out. I couldn't, I couldn't, like, be alone. Okay. I walk into my, my gym and I want to work out, but instead it's social hour and I have to be on all the time. Right, right. Um, I love working out. I'll probably do, like, an at-home private thing at some point. I want to because I really care about people's wellness. Hashtag I'm a two. Um <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag love life. Hashtag love Callie. Hashtag beach girl. Hashtag. Say hashtag five times fast. Hashtag, hashtag, hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. My bladder. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just, my goal today, hopefully, is to make you pee your pants. Oh, please But no. at the same time, you're in my car. Leather seats. That's easy to clean. Oh, man. Don't oh, that's it. a fun fact today. We're in a car. <laughs> There's horses walking around us. Uh... And I don't know, I, that's probably a good uh, preference, because I know that there was some helicopters flying overhead. Okay, yeah, and that's so, another thing. There's always helicopters. We don't have headquarters. We're going to have to find those at some point. We will, but and you know what? We're we're doing it. Hey, I it's fine. We don't care. Yeah. We've got some weird people walk by us. Even but next it's okay. Us. 
even next to us. You're right. Mm-hmm. We got a pet my ride next to us. Oh, if you guys can understand how horrible this car looks, the wheel looks like it's coming off. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain this. It's like if Snoop Dogg put on his gold grill and his silver grill. Well, let's just put it this way. If you follow any of us, you're going to see the picture because I'm about to take one right now just uh. to show people what we're <laughs> at, what we have to look at. Oh, it's it's the beautiful cart. It's No. I'm sure there's some dice in the mirror. It's fine. I just took the picture. <laughs> Gosh. Okay, so you're you're fit. You played. You almost. You were almost professional with soccer. You had no. The I I wanted to. I I feel like I could have if I really wanted to. But right. I was so burnt out of it. Okay. But yeah, I played through college and stuff. Okay, and yeah. you were just spectacular, amazing. You coached. Oh, stop it. <sighs> yep. Oh, stop. So. <clears throat> You are well aware in the athlete's mind of how how we should and should not work out, so to speak. Right. So let's say, and I think with working out also comes a lot of mental stamina, okay? Yes, absolutely. So, so how do you differentiate and know the difference in the time and place between mind over matter and listen to your body? Mind over matter. So, okay, let me take this back. I grew up with my dad teaching me pain is pain. You can overcome that. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between you being hurt and you being injured. Mm-hmm. So, like, when it came to practice and, you know, we were busting our ass and we were slowly being murdered. <laughs> God. That mind over matter is, it's, mm-hmm. it's a head game. It's all mental. So, like, if you're pushing and you're not injuring yourself and it's just painful and you're like, my body's fatigued i'm exhausted i don't know if i can do this anymore that's mind over matter Mm. my mind over matter for me is i'm gonna push past that comfort zone because i know i can and it's it's a trick that my mind is telling me that i can't do it Mm. that's mind over matter for me Mm. if i if i'm experiencing pain that's whatever it's fine it'll go away okay listening to your body that's more of like the injury thing for me like if i'm like mm-hmm. really pushing i'm like oh something doesn't feel right this is really hurting like this isn't normal that's when you're going to listen to your body what about if you're like not mentally tr- you don't have the mental endurance like that and then you suddenly start feeling a tweak and you're like oh no it hurts i'm done and unfortunately there's so many people i know so many people like that yeah it's that's a really hard thing because no matter how many how many times you explain it to that person of you're fine you just your mind's tricking you like you can do this mm-hmm. you're going to experience pain like if you're in any sport you're going to experience pain yeah. that's just what's given with it you yeah. just got to accept it but there's some people that are mentally too weak to understand that and there's no going around it because that's just how they've been their entire life yeah i heard from someone that when you feel like you're at 95%, you're actually at 20%. Is that a lie? Or is that um, or is that just a good thing to tell yourself? I don't know. It could be both. Um, mostly it's like something you tell yourself. Mm. Because, you know what? I take that back. There's always something left. So, like, ex- for example, like when I was going through my trainings, I would be exhausted to the max where I wasn't, I wasn't in control of my body anymore. Oof. But it's that, that spike of adrenaline where you're like, I'm, I'm in this mode. Yes, I'm exhausted. That's fine. But I'm going to push through it. Mm. Like, that's... You also have to want to do it, though. Yeah. Now, get, now put someone in that position where 
they're not interested in doing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're kind of just going through the motions. Yeah, they're going to be having a really hard time with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know, it's just all mental. It, you're either strong enough or you're not strong enough to do it. You're either a little bitch or you're not. You're either a little bitch or you're not. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. But, and again, that's also <clears throat> how you're raised as well. Oof. Like, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. <clears throat> sorry, I'm having problems with my throat. Um, how many people have that person in their life or multiple people in their life that are pushing them and pushing them and pushing them in such a positive way that you're going to, you know what I mean? Like you're going to grow out of that going, oh, I can do this. Like I've been through so much worse. I can do this. Mm, Okay. There's a lot of people who have people in their life that don't push them or that allow them to quit or allow them to, I don't want to say be weak, but yeah, be weak. Like Mm -hmm. not confident in yourself. To be comfortable. Exactly. To be comfortable. I don't like being comfortable just for the fact how I was raised. So, yes, hashtag I think... Three. <laughs> hashtag Hashtag, 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 hashtag. Oh, God. Five times fast. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's definitely a mindset. You're either weak, you're either a bitch or not a bitch, whatever the hell that a you A little bitch. Said. A little bitch. Yeah. You're yeah. either a, a wee lass of a bitch <laughs> or you're not. <laughs> but, yeah, that definitely separates people. That's the success line when we talk about how successful we want to be. Mm. Are, is your mind strong enough to push through all the bullshit you have to go through just yeah. to get to that? Because it's never going to be a straight line. Totally. It's never going to be a straight line. And if you think that, you're going to be very disappointed down the line, you know, down the road. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, the people I'm around, I can tell they have the same mentality as me. Because, yeah, they'll go through a speed bump and then go, eh, it happened. I'm moving forward from it. Yep. Instead of going, ah. I went through this. Let's and, oh, dwell on like this it. for a thousand years. I didn't like how that made me feel, so I'm going to try something else. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I know. There's two types of people. It Does it does that also tie into rejection for you? So, like, let's say uh, for me, I auditioned for something and I don't get it. Um, many people would just be like, okay, I didn't get it. I'm going to... They would either move on to the next thing or live in their sorrows, quit, crawl in a hole, and live there for the rest of their lives? For me, I think it's it's being realistic. There you go. Be realistic with yourself because mm-hmm. not everyone's going to like you. Not ever, You're not going to be able to please everyone. Okay. So any type of adventure that you get into, either it be your acting or a business career or whatever it is, you're going to go through things where people don't approve of you yep. and they're going to reject you. And are you going to let that one person or those few people say, uh, I don't like her. She's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Allow you to quit. Mm-hmm. And if that's the case, you didn't really want it. Oof. If you're going to let one person or a few people reject you, I don't even think it's rejection. I just think they just didn't like me. I don't really care. They do nothing for me. Yeah. You're going to let those people dictate how you're going to, reach your goal yeah oh man you know what i mean like you seriously didn't want that in the first place then yeah that makes sense you know what i mean like failing i love failing because i learned so much more about myself now there's this ted talk of a guy that does a hundred days of rejection have you seen this oh no he like he intentionally like asked people for things so obscene and like out of the ballpark that he expects the no and or even i mean 
You just have to watch it. Um, but he, like, there's one time that he asked for a burger refill. What is it? As in, like, like a he new go, burger? Yeah. Can I get a new burger? And they're like, <laughs> and I think okay. that was, like, the first one that he did. <clears throat> so they're, like, and, intentional rejections. He wants the... the yeah, okay. he wants to understand the feeling of rejection and understand that it helps you grow and not wither away. Gotcha. Okay. Like a little bitch. Like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I'm not going to lie. I might be at the point of uh, bursting. Really? It's time to pee. Time to pee. It's time to pee. And I think that was also like a good uh, a good time frame. Yeah, for, that was first really I was good. Like, Let's see how long it takes me from the time that I feel like I have to pee to how long I can hold it. And that's the time of one podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't laugh at this point. <laughs> oh my god. But yes, this was actually a lot better than what I thought it was going to be. Always. I always love talking with you. Oh, I know, I know you're heart. squeezing. I know you're squeezing. I know. You have to relax, actually. You're right. You're right. You have but... to goose Bob Ross. Have you seen <laughs> what? what is Anger that? Management? Nic- uh, I Jack Nichols? I haven't seen that movie in such a long time. Oh, man. It's how they relax and stop being angry. I might go pee on that tree. <laughs> I'm not watching. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But, yes, today was so great. I always love talking to Olivia. We always have such great conversations. And now we kind of get to share with you guys what we really talk about. The inner machinations of my mind are an enigma. Oh, dear Lord. I'm sorry. I'm hitting you with all of the references. That's all I can do at this point. She has to be. (laughs) Twinkle. Oh, no. In my head, I'm hearing tinkle, tinkle. Yeah, exactly. Little live. Exactly. <laughs> well, but thank you so much for tuning in with us. Lovely. Um, you're going to hear a lot more of our banter and weird conversations. Mm-hmm. But I hope you enjoy them. Yeah. Because this, yeah. they're special. <laughs> we are special. And, Very. And I know that. Chels knows that. You all don't have to tell us that, but no. we do love words of affirmation. Exactly. And if you can't be weird with us, then I feel sorry for you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Live to Knack. It's kind of like a heart to heart, except it's Live to Knack. To Knack, exactly. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. Bye. Bye.